Welcome into the Back Nine podcast featuring Moeller fighting Crusaders golf here, with, always with the coach Dan Dunlap. Coach, great to see you, first of all. Just getting going now with the season, but I want to go back over the summer. Tell us how the summer was for you. And uh, did you get nine holes in today already? Uh, I did not get nine holes. Oh. Uh, this was a, a great morning to sleep in uh, after the. <laughs> The four-day whirlwind of traveling around the state and uh, after the three-day tryouts meet the team, it's been a busy August to say yeah. the least. So, uh, yeah, it, it was nice to sleep in this morning, so no nine holes. Yeah, it's it's been a whirlwind for you guys. Uh, you, you talked about having the meet the team, tryouts, all that kind of stuff. First of all, let's go through the, the tryouts. Uh, where were they held? How did they go? I know you've got three separate teams. We'll talk about it here in a moment. First of all, just kind of take us through the process of tryouts. And then I also saw on social media, and I want to ask you, did you turn on the sprinklers while the tryouts were going on just to mess with the guys and test them? You know, we're always trying to put the guys through anything that can make them <laughs> mentally tougher. And uh, that was a great picture of Brock putting on uh, the 10th yeah. hole at Sharon Woods. And uh, they literally, that group had to wait for the sprinkler to go through. And uh, it definitely affected the green because it was soaked. <laughs> but uh, as far as uh, tryouts, what we did is uh, starting August 1st, according to the Ohio High School Athletic Association, that's when we're allowed to start tryouts. So we have three days of tryouts. Outs, mm-hmm. and uh, we had 31 uh, players try out this year and uh, we kept 24 uh, with a uh, program manager as well uh, so we kept 25 total and uh, our three-day tryouts were first at Sharon Woods Golf Course because that is where the sectional golf tournament is held okay so the more, more rounds we can get on that course the better we're going to be uh, the second day that Friday was held at Glenview Golf Course because that is where our GCL championship and the district tournament's going to be. So Boy, again, it's, it's like you plan this out ahead of time. Yeah, I put some thought into this a little <laughs> bit, just a little bit. Uh, and then our final day of tryouts were actually at the Mill Golf Course, and that is where our assistant coach uh, Andrew Horner, he's the head pro and GM over that course, okay. uh, because it fell on a Saturday. Uh, pretty much no public course would give. 10 tee times for junior golfers for tryouts. So I'm really anxious to see what next year is going to bring with the leap year and August 1st is going to be on a Saturday. And there's no way that we're going to get tryout dates on Saturday and Sunday at these public courses. So mm-hmm. really curious to see what the Ohio High School Athletic Association is going to do next year for that. Well, you can make a case. Yeah. Get, get yourself some some more more times in there. So you've got three teams now, the Varsity, Varsity Gold, and then the JV. We'll talk about the JV here in a second because they've already won a big tournament to start the season. But the, talk to us about the difference between the Varsity and the Varsity Gold squad. I don't, don't see that a lot. Yeah, well, just to correct you here, we don't have three teams. We have okay. two teams. Okay, two teams. We, varsity, Varsity Gold. No, okay. no, no. We have a Varsity team, okay. and we have a Junior Varsity team. Okay. Our Varsity team consists of 12 players. All right. Our Junior Varsity team consists of 12 players. But on each team, we have two schedules. We have okay. a blue and a gold schedule right. for each Varsity and Junior Varsity. Right. I know it's very complicated. Don't <laughs> feel bad. Uh, uh, it's all right. But uh, the reason is uh, we don't want guys to be pigeonholed on on certain teams because you know what we've it's it's been proven in the past couple years if somebody on the gold schedule is playing well they've moved up to the top five by the end of the season to play in the sectional and district okay so having a gold schedule for the varsity and the junior varsity it a gives us a lot more uh opportunities for players to play around the state of Ohio so we could keep more kids in the program, Mm -hmm. develop them over a two, three, four-year period. Uh, But it also gives us the opportunity to have uh, multiple 
multiple tournaments that, that, that our kids can play in to get that experience of under pressure, especially at the varsity level. So, for instance, uh, it's been proven that guys that can make the varsity as a freshman, sophomore, etc., and they might play the gold schedule, they're still playing against top varsity competition around the state. They're just not playing in our top five, which we're very lucky at Moeller. We are our, our top schedule is arguably one of the best in the nation. I mean, I would throw it up against anybody. Our gold schedule is top-notch, and and fortunately our gold schedule is better than most top varsity teams from around the state of Ohio. So we get kids that can play in the gold schedule and still get top varsity experience playing these other schools around the state. So by doing that, we're keeping kids as sharp as possible. We're keeping the competition high, not only out there, but within the team itself. To keep, Absolutely. To keep, keep pushing guys that maybe are just outside the top five to see, keep them sharp, and maybe they can break into that top five, and then all of a sudden you're there and you've got more depth. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Uh, healthy competition in a team, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, golf, we're talking about we want guys pushing each other. And, and it's shown this year. Uh, guys – are playing well and they want to beat their teammates but also we celebrate the good we celebrate you know when we win and when we play mm-hmm. well so even if that guy finishes fifth out of out of the five scores that we use he's still happy because you know we just won a tournament or finished second and played well well and you're already racking up the wins as we start the season here he won just yesterday at westerville central invitational at rattlesnake ridge congratulations yeah to thank you 12 team tournament you come out of there right off the bats and you had talked about back in may about how you want to get those wins pile them up because the last couple of years it's been a little tougher you've had some really tough competition yeah but how is it for you this year to get a couple of wins under under your belt we talked the westerville central and also the lakota east earlier in the week how is yeah. it to get those wins under your belt early in the season yeah i couldn't be happier with the way this season started this is something that we as a coaching staff have been really pushing for the last couple of years is to to get a win under our belt early and really build that confidence and momentum. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, though, we haven't won uh, uh, an invitational, an 18-hole invitational since uh, 2015. We did win the Kenwood Invitational last year, but that was a rain-shortened nine-hole event. Uh, but to come out and have our first tournament of the year against top competition all around Southwest Ohio, we had a couple of big teams from Columbus down, to win that tournament, especially against teams like uh, St. X and Mason and Lakota East, who finished second, third, and fourth in the state last year, and Dublin Jerome, who's the defending state champions, we played in the same group as them. So in that tournament Monday, we beat the uh, top four teams from the state last year. So that was just amazing to get that victory and build the confidence. And those group of guys, those five guys on Monday, they've never won a tournament together as a team. So that was a learning experience. That was a, that was a confidence builder that we can do this. We can play with anybody and we can beat anybody. Sure. And uh, it was interesting. It was one of the best drives I've ever had. We left uh, Wetherington Country Club and headed straight to Cleveland for the St. Ignatius tournament on Tuesday. And that four-hour drive was great just to see the kids uh, – happy, joyous, you know, celebrating, and uh, that, that's what we wanted. But I was very curious to see how we would play on Tuesday because golf is one of those sports, one of the hardest things to do is follow up a low round 
with another low round the next day. Even difficult for the pros. Yeah, on the PJ Tour, it happens all the time. You'll see a guy shoot a 62 in a tour event, break the course record. He comes back the next day with a 70, 71. Well, it's like we saw with JB Holmes in, in the open. Uh, yeah. You know, top, <laughs> top, top five going into the final round. Yeah. In the final round, he shoots in the 80s. Yeah, 86 so, or 87. Very, I dif- very difficult to do. Yeah, so I, I was, and, and we spent a lot of energy. Monday celebrating and enjoying that victory, which I, I wanted our program to do because we haven't done it in so long. And I was anxious to see how we came out Tuesday because we were playing all the top competition from North uh, East Ohio, and there's some good programs up there. And Cleveland St. Ignatius uh, hosted the Invitational, and they're one of the top teams to beat. And uh, we went out there and shot a 299 and played uh, extremely well, and we actually tied the host, uh, Ignatius, and we beat them on a fifth-man uh, tiebreaker. And then uh, there were a couple schools still to come in and post, and Archbishop Hoban around the Akron area, they came in with a 292 to win the tournament. So we finished second there Tuesday, but uh, uh, I still couldn't be more proud of the team for for – following up the third lowest score in Moeller golf history at 288 on Monday to come back and shoot that 299 on a very tough course with uh, wind and rain and the storms were coming in and we were playing against uh, you know the the big boys from up north and uh, to be able to hold our own and, and that just gave us even more confidence to propel us to that victory yesterday against all the top teams from Columbus and then we saw also this season you know, varsity off to a great start JV Win it, yeah, the St. X Invitational. I mean, that, that's a pretty good way to get those guys oh, started, absolutely. too. And that's what we're going to go over with the captains later, our season checklist. Yeah, we got the, the big whiteboard here, the checklist. The, the big whiteboard. Everything and, uh, we want to accomplish so this season. That's fantastic that we can check off two of those in the first week. And, and knowing that that happened in the first day, the JV won the St. X Invitational for back-to-back years, and then we won the Lakota East. Uh, and that's something that, that we're very proud of is the start of this year, not only has our varsity – done well our JV has done extremely well and our varsity gold team went and shot a 310 at Dayton Country Club on Tuesday which was our lowest round of the gold schedule in the last couple years which was you know very exciting that just shows you how deep we are so the captains that you're going to talk to later on all three of them shot in the 70s on Tuesday and uh, that just goes to show you our depth from top to bottom that we are able to compete at the top level and then our gold schedule against these other top teams, mm-hmm. we're able to go to those courses and still compete as that 310 got us a fifth-place finish. You have had – we talked we talked back in May here on the podcast that this was coming in, this this group of seniors, and you, you have a lot of them yep. this season. This is going to be your first group of guys to come completely through the program with you as the head coach. As With that being said, do you feel any added pressure on yourself to try to lead these guys and and send them off to the college ranks – and, and and check off everything off this board. Is there any added pressure for you as a head coach, knowing that these seniors, you've been with them from the start of their high school careers? Well, there's always pressure on a head coach, uh, and, and that pressure comes internally. You know, what I want to do is I want to provide the best experience for the seniors because I did an informal survey years ago. This is my 17th year coaching now, mm-hmm. and I asked all these former Moeller Golf alumni uh, – you know, what was your favorite experiences while you played your four years at Moeller? And over and over again, the guys just talked about not the wins, not the state trips to the state tournament, things like that. It was the camaraderie they built. It was the van rides to and from the tournament, the fun things that happened, the overnight stays in the hotel. And, and I remember that just, it just, it, it clicked in my mind that it's, it's, we're doing so much more than just going out and competing on a golf course, you know. 
I played four years uh, of varsity golf, and, and some of my fondest memories are not just the wins that we had, but it was the relationships that you build. You know, one of my best friends I played four years of Muller golf with, and it's just uh, those types of things are, you, you can't duplicate. You know, you can't force on somebody. You can just provide the setup, and, and you just let it naturally take place. And uh, so it's really not pressure for me to mess anything up as far as the scores are concerned. <laughs> I just want our, our, especially our eight seniors and our, our ninth with our uh, our student manager to really go out and enjoy this year. And uh, as I told them on the last day of tryouts, this is their fourth year through the program under me. Uh, they know how tryouts went. They know the stress that goes into it. You know, this was their last day. I told them on that Saturday, you know, enjoy this. It's your last day of trying out for molar golf in your in your life. And for a lot of these guys, you know, unfortunately, it's going to be their last year of competitive golf as far as a team competition because, yeah. you know, a number of them aren't going to go play college golf. Mm-hmm. So this is where it, it, you have to strike that right balance because, we want to win. We're, we're, we're competitive. All of the players and coaches, we, we want to win. Yep. But you also have to strike that balance of you want to enjoy the ride, too. You want everybody to enjoy you know, the hard work that goes into it, the getting better every day, you know, working on our short games, you know, spending an extra hour on the putting green on your three-foot putts when you know other schools have already packed it in and are at home eating dinner right now. It's, yep. Those types of things that we want to enjoy the process. I talk a lot about the process, not the result. And uh, that's something that we want to push this year. It's the process of getting better and improving as a team. And we want to make sure that this absolutely incredible start that we've had this year, we don't want that to be our peak. We don't want us to drop off. We want to continue to get better each and every day. And I know we can. I I talked to the boys about that the last couple of days. We know we can get better. We just shot the third lowest round on Monday in school history. And you know what? A couple of the guys are pissed because they wanted the record. Of <laughs> yeah. two, they wanted to beat that 285. Sure. And, and each of them were like, well, coach, I could have dropped a couple of shots here, here, and here. I had a three-putt here. I dropped. I hit a ball out of bounds here. And so I, I just loved hearing that, that, you know what? They're not satisfied with that that victory. They mm-hmm. want more. And, and when you look at our season checklist that uh, the captains came up with, and I love each and every one of those. We still have a lot to check off on that list. You know, we're not we're not going to stop just because we got the first two off the list. You know, we want to keep going straight down that list. And and next Saturday is going to be the next big one. That's the Molar Invitational that uh, we always take pride in. We we have the best teams from around the state of Ohio traveling down here. And, you got to uh, hold serve. Yeah, we do. We want to we want to hold our our, our absolutely. We want we want to you know defend our territory if yes. you will. And uh, so I'm really excited to see how we play because. Our, our team has, has definitely played well at the Molar Invitation at Walden Ponds over the years. Well, as you said, thing, things get really got going August 1st. You, you get to meet the team, tryouts, yeah. all, that, all that kind of stuff. And then now you have, you've already got a few tournaments under your belt. You have one coming up, the St. X Invitational. Yes. That's a big one as it well. Is. They're the four-time defending GCL, GCL South champions. Yep. So how is this field shaping up, and, and how do you feel about your team going into this tournament? Well, we couldn't be coming into this tournament with any more confidence. Uh, you know, four of our guys are actually playing there right now in a practice round to get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Uh, one of our players is uh, a member at Makatiwa, and uh, a number of our guys feel very confident with that golf course. Uh, but, yeah, th- this is one of those things that uh, – it's been interesting to see the reaction of some of the coaches the last uh, few days because 
you know they're not they're not used to Moeller winning with the scores we've been shooting because unfortunately the last three years we just weren't able to put up those good numbers and and be competitive and win tournaments and and now we've definitely caught the eye of of the state of Ohio because we we put up a great number in southwest Ohio we put up a great number in northern Ohio and then winning the tournament yesterday in Columbus you know so we've We've traveled around. We've played the absolute best teams in the state of Ohio this first week, yep. and now we got a number of the best teams coming down and playing at the St. X Invitational. and And St. X is such a good program, top to bottom. They've been like that for years, and uh, it is going to be a, a test of golf. And uh, we're playing with Upper Arlington and Mason on uh, Saturday, so those are going to be two good uh, teams that are going to be playing in our group. And we're excited, but uh, you know, like like you asked. Uh, uh, we couldn't be coming in with any more confidence, and, and I'm a firm believer in confidence in the game of golf. Uh, there's a great book written by Dr. Bob Rutel out there called Golf is a Game of Confidence, mm-hmm. and it absolutely is. He hit the nail on the head with that title of the book, and, and I love how our guys are showing up ready to compete, but also knowing that they believe in themselves and they believe in their teammates. So if they have a bad hole, they don't let it affect them because they know their teammates have their back, and, and that's something that we – haven't always had the past couple of years where we, we had this belief in each other, and, and I see this. You know, Every team is new. Every team is, is made up of different personalities, different maturities, and I really like the way this team's coming together, top to bottom. Well, Coach, obviously you've got a lot of belief in your team this year with the start they're off to. A lot of the people that follow Moeller, the, the, the families, the friends, all that kind of stuff, they're invested as well. If they want to get involved more so and help the Moeller golf team out yep. some more, how can they get in contact with you to do that? Uh, you can text me, call me. We are definitely looking for more uh, Moeller Invitational sponsors. Our goal this year is to raise $17,500. As of this morning, we're at 14000 so we need $3,500 by uh, for three in the next three days in order to hit our goal to get all of our sponsorship uh, material printed and ready for next Saturday. So call, text me, 513-505-3376. Email me at dandunlap at hotmail.com. We would love to have all the Moeller golf alumni that listen to this, all the parents from past players, to reach out and any donation you know, puts these guys in all these tournaments. It allows us to travel all over and play the best courses in the state of Ohio and stay overnight in these hotels. And just to see these, these guys developed into young men and the experience they're having is, is unbelievable. So that's where your donations and your sponsorship money goes to. And they play a big part in helping you check stuff off the list that, we, that we have here in, in studio today. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming in here today on the Back Nine podcast. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, three of your captains going to be here in studio. That's coming up here in just a bit here on the Back Nine podcast to hear on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. For professional staffing, there's only one name you need to know. Robert Half. Robert Half custom matches our candidates to your specific hiring requirements by combining personalized service from local staffing experts with an advanced matching technology based on 70 years of successful placements. For highly skilled accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, or administrative staffing, count on Robert Half. We'll find you productive, engaged employees. Learn more at roberthalf.com slash radio. Welcome back to the Back Nine podcast featuring Moeller Fighting Crusaders Golf. We talked previously with head coach Dan Dunlap. Now we've got three of the captains here in, in studio. Nolan Lyon, Jake Bushelman, and Michael Curran. You guys gave your head coach a round of applause after finishing the segment here. I mean, I, I, know, we, I know he's still in studio, but I mean, it, it's, it's, the season's just getting going and we're already, we're already playing the kiss-up game with the coach. No, we just love him. He's a great guy. 
You've got a sheepish smile on your face while you're saying that. I'm just, I'm just going to put that out there. It's we, true. we have the uh, we, coach talked about the uh, the season checklist, and I know that's normally set to meet the team night. We've got the big old board here in the studio, and uh, we talked about with coach a couple of them already checked off the list here. JV wins a tournament; they've already done that. Varsity's got a couple of wins under the belt. I need one of you guys to take the sharpie here and check those first two off the list because, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll get this and done. when the, the applause you hear, that that's Coach Dunlap. And uh, let's get that done. JV checked off. That's done. Varsity checked off. That's done. So that's done. Uh, we got five more to go. And uh, that's a heck of a way to uh, to start the season. The next one on the list is the Molar Invitational. That comes up on the, the 17th of August. So, guys, first of all, t- thank you for taking the time to come in and, uh, and uh, talk to us here today. Thanks for having well, us. I want to kind of just talk to about, like I said, we talked about the expectations usually set around meet the team night. Of course, we've got the list coming right here on the board for us. How did you come up with those lists? You, you guys being captains on the on the uh, team, how did you come up with the list? What was the inspiration for this board? Kind of take us through that process. All right, so we've had a board the last few years with the core values in that, and so we had, we had to come up with something to fill the sides of it, and we talked with the players, all the players, and we felt like a season checklist would be a good idea. So we got a little input on what they wanted on there, and we took our own ideas, we took our own ideas too, and we came up with the following. So it's JV and varsity winning tournaments. Check, check. Win the Molar Invitational. That's next. Impending check. That it, That is next. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you're, you're just you're just saying it's going to happen. Uh-huh. And then win GCL, <laughs> and that would be for both varsity and JV to mm-hmm. win the GCL. And then below that, we got the postseason tournaments, sectionals, districts, and then state at the bottom. So how uh, – I'll put this to any of you guys, and actually I want to get all of you guys' thoughts on this. Two of them already off the list. We got five more to go this season. A very senior-laden team. You guys got a lot of high expectations. How realistic is it for you to check each one of those off? And keep in mind, your coach is standing five feet to your left. Oh, I think it's very realistic. Yeah. Not only do we think we can, we expect to. Oh, listen, oh, coach is proud of that. He, he's <laughs> he's he's getting watery out over here. So you expect yeah. the win so yeah, how sure, yeah. so how so how do you then approach tournaments is that do you go in with that mindset we expect to win this knowing that you've got a very tough league GCL South very very difficult every season how do you take that and apply that to your game on the golf course uh, i th- i just think uh, especially with the two wins under our belt already it just gives us that confidence uh, moving forward going into tur- tournaments knowing that we can do it and uh, having that focused mindset that we are going to win, we have the ability to win, we're going to go do this together as a team. Yeah, I mean, we just came off of a 288, which is even par for four players. So having already done that, mm-hmm. we believe that we can do that again or even better, beat the record of 285. So you're off to a good start, obviously, this season. and A couple of wins under your belt. We talked about the JV winning the, the St. X invite. And whatnot. You guys always have the team bonding events as things going on. We saw some pictures on social media. Follow, follow the team, by the way, at Molar Golf on the Twitter if you want to keep up with them as the season goes along here. We had Cornhole to get things to get things started, meet the team night. Who doesn't love a game of Cornhole? That's oh, Cornhole's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then we also had, I would imagine, this is a very hotly contested contest, the varsity versus JV bowling outing. I, I need to know, you, got, you guys seniors, who won, first of all? Uh, we we weren't there actually. Coach, it was who just won? A, you gotta ask who won. Who won that, coach? Well, there were two games. The varsity won the first game, and the JV came roaring back in the second. Wow. So, so we split. split. So we split varsity. So we split the varsity JV JV bowling match. So there's not really any 
bragging rights there. So Let, is there going to be an upcoming just, third match? Th yeah. Oh, oh, oh this, yeah. is, this is good. Now we need it. This is good. Tiebreaker. That's what we need. It's at some point during the season. You guys have you got a lot of things going on here. We'll talk about this in a little bit. You've got eight tournaments between now and the and the beginning of September. So very busy schedule there. But then also we we heard back in May the father son outing that went on uh, over the summer. Yeah. So so how did that go? First of all, and did any fathers make any terrible Caddyshack references? Somebody had to. I don't remember any. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean that. I mean. Some, somebody had to say something. I must have just not been there. No, slice, I'm sure there was. Slice but... in the woods, 100 bucks. <laughs> you, you guys, I mean, this Caddyshack has to be your favorite film, right? Oh. Golf, golf film. Great movie. Okay. So, so you at least movie. get that. I know you guys are younger, and sometimes older movies don't exactly compute with the younger generation. You guys are okay. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> so, so we get through all that. Now we're into the season. You're, you're not only getting the season started, but we're getting in – School's getting started up now as yeah. well. So talk to us about, each of you guys, the challenge of managing your academic regimen and then also trying to make sure you're a top-flight golf program. Like I said, obviously, we already have a couple of wins under our belt to start the season. How do you go about managing that and keeping your game high but also taking care of the important stuff too, the other important stuff, your academics? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, obviously, also, so summer, especially in August, once the season starts, our focus is pretty much just on golf and then a few weeks in school starts and now you have an extra eight nine hours out of the day plus homework on top of the golf so you just really have to be smart with your time and I think all three of us have three years of experience doing that and I think that that's prepared us and we've gotten better at it over the years and we can help pass it on to the underclassmen yeah um especially senior year we're getting like probably the hardest classes more offers so what kind of classes uh, are we talking about here obviously it's going to um, ramp up as you get closer to college yeah. what kind of classes are we taking here like calculus is for seniors so we'll all be taking that <sighs> physics, uh, yeah. physics. Yeah. Worse. physics um, <laughs> all kinds of good stuff yeah so no, we're, what's we're, your definition of good stuff if you're saying <laughs> calculus and <laughs> physics are good stuff no no i'm not excited for either of those classes but yeah, that, that's they're, better. They're, they're on my radar for sure, and <laughs> I'm not not looking forward to it. And then you guys are also seniors you know, coming up. You know, this is it for high school. You guys are going to be moving on to college and whatnot. So those things are going to be kind of coming into play as well. You want to get everything shaped up on your high school resume before you get into college. Have you guys started taking looks at colleges, kind of getting an idea for the future as well? And how does that play into everything? Your balance. Yeah. So I tried last year knowing that I'd have a very busy golf and school season to look ahead. And I've toured a handful of colleges and started to look into that a little bit. Have you put like a top 40 list on social media? Because that's like the thing to do. I have not on social media. You, have, you haven't put it like I've got top 40, no interviews. I'm going to cut it down to 24 next week. Not, not quite. Not, nothing yet. No, you guys, you, you, you two guys haven't done that yet either. Uh, I mean, I've kind of started mine. I've really narrowed it down trying to you know, limit my options out there. Okay, what are, what are, how far how far are we narrowed out? You don't have to list any schools. I, I don't want to put any pressure out there in any schools. Uh, are we down to like a handful of schools? Yeah. yeah. Three schools? Yeah. yeah, I'd say probably three, five schools. Okay, so you guys are already, you're, you're narrowing that down yeah. as well. So so that's a, that's good. So you have all that going on. Also, how long have you guys been playing golf? I mean, obviously you got to have some talent coming in to high school to be able to to make the golf team, LJV, but the var, now the varsity squad. How long has this been part of your lives? I started around fifth or sixth grade. 
for yeah for me and uh, how'd you get was, involved um all my buddies played golf at all saints actually all three of us went to all saints so we've been buddies for a good amount of time now and we kind of picked up golf in grade school and kind of just ran with it through high school and it's yeah, been really think, fun for us. So. I think the first year that we all played on the All Saints team was seventh grade, yeah. and we played a little bit before that. But that's when we started taking it serious and really focusing on our game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you guys all growing up together. This has mm-hmm. kind of just been part of the thing. Yeah. So you you guys talked about just a couple of moments ago. Now you're used to balancing golf with the academics and trying to manage that and be competitive throughout the years. And you're now to take that and impart that wisdom on the younger guys on the team, the freshmen, the sophomores, and even the juniors to some respect. How have they received that kind of advice and leadership from you guys? Um, I think we have some of the best jun- like underclassmen golfers I- I've ever seen, just, just by the way they handle themselves on and off the golf course. Um, Really good players, really good guys with um, great futures ahead of them, and it's really exciting. It's really exciting to watch them play and watch them grow. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think they've learned from us and we've helped. But at the end of the day, it's up to them, and they've really taken their own responsibility to become better golfers, better people, better high school students. Yeah, uh, especially during the father-son golf trip during the summer, we were we were able to meet some of them and talk to them, uh, give them advice for upcoming season, how to, like, expect schoolwork and golf right after school and having, like, little time to do homework, having late nights, especially in the fall. So it's like get them ready for the season. Has that been an emphasis from Coach Dunlap to you guys? Like, I need you guys to lead. I need you guys how to show the younger guys how we get it done here, the best ways to handle that kind of stuff. How has he challenged you in that regard? And keep in mind, he's five feet to your left. Yeah, he has. I mean, as when he chose us as captains, um, that was his expectation for us, is that we'd be really good leaders. And it helps when eight of the 12 varsity players are seniors. So a lot of them already... Are, have already learned all this and can help lead themselves but yeah there's high expectations for us so you guys chosen as the captains and with so many seniors on the squad i want you to get braggadocious on yourselves why did he choose you three as captains uh there was one expectation there was a cu- there was multiple but one big one was that you um um went to at least one workout during the summer during the week or multi- a couple during the week and you could only miss a couple um and we were the only three guys that really qualified for that so um we got picked as captains yeah. if that made any sense no no it, no it, no it does i i, I okay. what what so 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 he's got a set list of expectations what he has for the captain so being there being present in all and all yeah. the workouts and yeah. stuff that's a big thing obviously uh obviously for coach uh to decide who becomes the captains and obviously you guys are expected to to lead by example but I want to know what is it about you guys individually. I'm, I'm not looking at I'm not looking at a set checklist. Right. That's great that you guys are there and you're present when you need to be as a way to set an example, not only for yourselves but your other seniors and the underclassmen that are trying to learn how the learn the molar way. What is it about you guys individually? Uh, don't don't be humble. I don't be humble. By the way, come on, come on. You guys are high school seniors now. This is the, this is a social media age. You're supposed <laughs> to brag about yourselves 24 seven. Um, I believe like. So we've all been in the program for three years. Those two have been on varsity for three years. So Coach has gotten to know, I guess, all of us pretty well. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, seen how we've been able to interact with all the other juniors or upperclassmen, and especially the underclassmen, too, 
how we've been able to get along with everyone and kind of set an example for everybody. Yeah, um, I think that all of us, not only we're leaders with golf, but we're leaders in the school, and we have a lot of, a lot of experiences with leadership, all three of us do, and I think that just translates over to golf and leading guys there too. So we've got a couple of minutes left here before we wrap up. We've got the St. X Invitational coming up, as we talked with in the previous segment with the coach. Very important. It's the GCL South uh, showdown here. St. X has won the last four league titles. So you've already you know the you know the challenge they pose year in and year out. You've got a couple of wins under your belt already this season. How important is it to go into this tournament for this team to send a message to the to not only St. X but to the rest of the league and in the state as well? That we're players and and we and we are not to be taken lightly and we're a serious threat throughout the year. How important is this tournament to set that tone? Oh, I think it's very important. I mean, obviously we've played a few tournaments already, won those, but those were teams that we're not big rival rivals with. X is obviously our big rival, and to go win their tournament that would be very big and kind of send the message for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, I think it'll show whether or not we're ready to grow as a team. If we're ready to build off what we've already done. Um, and continue to grow instead of like what coach said um, have our peak right now we want to keep growing and growing throughout the year and this is our next test so let's we're going to go see if um, we're ready to grow as a team and uh, eventually get to our goals yeah because we've got we've got five more to uh, to check off here yeah. scale one to ten where is this team right now in terms of their potential I know it's early in the season if you had to give a great a number right now to where this team is playing right now compared to where they can be, say 10, 10 is the ultimate, we blow through state, we put the last check mark on the list, where are you at that in that process right now? If you had to put a number on it, and it's not binding. I'd probably say <laughs> 9. Wow! You think you're that close? Yeah, I mean, already coming off two wins in the first three tournaments already. Okay. Okay. I think you're pretty close. Absolutely. Coach, make a note of that. You guys are 9 out of 10 right now at the, yeah. begin, the beginning of the season. So that's awesome. Uh, so as you talked about earlier with Coach, we've got eight tournaments now through the rest of August taking us into September when we'll, uh, we'll, we'll reconvene here on the back nine. I want to know right now, and I want, I'm going to put you guys on the spot, and if you're back next month, we'll, 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 re, we'll play this back and uh, we'll see how you do here. Like I said, we had eight tournaments now through the end of August. How many trophies are you going to walk in here with? I don't want to put a limit on it. Oh, come on. I mean, we got to go. Come on. Come on. We got to go. How about eight? We got to go tournament at a time, but there's no reason he can't come back with eight trophies. Michael's got the right answer here. Come on. Put put a number out there. Don't be afraid. Let's go with eight. Okay. Let's go with eight. There you go. Eight trophies and the bowling trophy. Yes. There it is. So you've already said your team's a nine out of ten on potential, so why not? Yeah. Throw it out there. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure these. I'm sure your other opponents won't list, won't won't uh, check this out and use that as motivation at all. No. But you guys, <laughs> yeah. you're on a scale of nine to ten already. So I mean, yeah. why not? Why not put that out there? Is that is that last question before I let you guys go? Is that something that coach encourages? Be confident in yeah. what you're doing. Put put it out there. If you're feeling good about yourselves, put it out there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you can't ask for much more than that, and I and I know Coach is staying here, so I'm, I got to make him look good before we uh, before we wrap up here, guys. We uh, we appreciate the time here today, Nolan, Jake, Michael. Thank you for coming in thank here, you. and I uh, want to wish you guys the best of luck, not only in the Saint X Invitational, but the rest of August. Of course, obviously, we want to hold serve. Check off the next one on the list here, the Molar Invitational, that coming up on the 17th of August over at Walden Pond. So, uh, good luck, guys. Thank you. And uh, I, I need to see a, a table full of trophies. When we come back in, we've already got one in here today. We want to bring the board back. We want to put another one, another check on the box here, right here on the podcast. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for your time today. 
And uh, with that, we will wrap it up. You've been listening to the Back Nine Podcast featuring Moeller Fighting Crusaders Golf. I'm Jason Griefer. We thank you so much for joining us here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.